You're listening to The Wet Spot, hosted by Passion Poet, a safe space for our tears, sweat, and sexuality. Passionate Words Editing Services is a one-stop shop for all your editorial and authorial needs. We take your book from conception to completion, holding your hand all along the way. We provide manuscript preparation, several levels of editing, book formatting and typesetting, including cover design. And we even assist you in uploading your finished book to Amazon. At Passionate Words, we believe that words are a writer's currency. Let us help you spend yours wisely. Contact us today on Instagram at passionate.words.editing or by email at passionatewordsediting at gmail.com and let us start you on your journey today. Do you want to become a sponsor of The Wet Spot or to donate to help this Wet Spot go further? Well, here's how you can do it. If you want to become a sponsor of an episode or several episodes, you can hit me up at the wet spot podcast, one word, the wet spot podcast at gmail.com, and we can discuss how you can become a sponsor. If you want to donate a love offering or some just a gift to the erotic empire and the wet spot itself, hit me up in my PayPal. Just send a, just send something to paypal.me. That's paypal.me slash erotic empire. One word, paypal.me slash erotic empire. I just give a love donation. I would really appreciate it. And that will help the wet spot and the erotic empire go so much further. So thank you so much. And let's get wet. In this segment, I want you to get comfortable as I read one of my pieces. Because the words, the words may move you. They may inspire you. Who knows? They may even get you wet. So sit back and listen. Never been to a spa like this before Where we massage your insides With fingertips and lips designed to explore The map you draw with your moans and your words I want to make you shake Then find the epicenter to your tremors when I enter your core I want to dismantle your mantle to magma leaks from your pores The lava flow will run down the contours of your legs We can make an ocean in this bed I'm eager to see how rough it gets I could plot a voyage and a course. I promise there won't be no man overboard because my seamen are competent with oars. We could handle gushing waters no matter the force. You've never been to a spa like this before. I promise once you've been, you're gonna wanna come some more. 
segment i invite you to join me as i speak about a current wet topic with a guest to the show i hope you enjoy as we get wet together welcome to the wet spot for another week this is passion poet and i have a special guest waiting just for you let me just say one thing happy valentine's day happy valentine's day people it is valentine's day today and because it is valentine's day today i have a special guest i have with me a barbadian poet a spoken word artist and friend hakeem chandler prescott or better known as better known as stone with cupid what's up man what are you doing Yo, 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 man, I'm good, I'm good, I'm very good, all things considered. Yes, yes, all things considered, COVID hit us and we are 
on lockdown. But as I say, words don't go on lockdown. Artists don't go on lockdown. Music and music never stops. So, we put a pause, but the yeah. creativity and pause. It's true. It's true. I've been working all day today doing edits and stuff. Um, so yes, uh, thank you so much for coming on to the wet spot. Um, tell the people who you are, give them a uh, uh, introduction, and then let's get into let's get into the, the interview. So Stone of Cupid is a poet, songwriter, audio engineer, photographer, and creative director from Barbados. He does a bit of everything. And he tries to merge all of the things he do to create like unique products. So his poetry would often have a visual element, an audio element, a written element, and then also a thematic element where it can be applied to business and causes and various other things. So it's a very holistic approach to art and to expression. Wow. <laughs> well, I, I even I didn't know all of that. So that's that's cool. That's cool. So first thing first, I know everybody gonna be asking this question first. What does stoned with Cupid mean? <laughs> I ask this question every interview. It's so interesting. So stoned with Cupid <laughs> is a breakdown of two things. The stoned has to do with infatuation. Well, the stone has to do with indulgence. I'm saying the wrong thing. I got them reversed. The stone deals with indulgence, the cupid deals with infatuation. So it's really being infatuated and indulging in things you like, right? So it's kind of like a lifestyle amalgamated into one word. So I wanted something to represent where I was at with my life and where I was at with art because I believe art is something you got to like doing. If you don't like doing art, it will be a nightmare for you, especially in Barbados where it can be very difficult <laughs> to get an outlet or to get a, a platform to it, exhibit your work, even just to get paid. So, uh, oh, well, yeah, it was going there. That's where it was going. It's okay to exhibit, but to get people to appreciate it enough to pay for it, correct? It's be hard, correct? So, so uh, yeah, it is. I try to incorporate everything I love into the art, and the art is something I love. So, I wanted something that was very straightforward. <laughs> and that that's yeah. not really a straightforward name because when you see it, you don't see that, but when I see it, that's what I see. So, it's very conceptual well, in nature, but also very straight to the point. Yeah, yeah. Once you understand what it means, once you actually get the understanding, it everything falls into place. Yeah. You know, um, stone obviously makes me think also that like you say of indulgence, but you know, let's be real. I think him will get high. So yeah. stone with you know what I mean? So stone with Cupid, stone with stone with things that is make that that sounds of things that make you light, that you light. And some of the things that just turn you on, etc. Because I understand that very, very well. Everything I do has passion attached to it for the same reason. Because right. I am passionate about everything I do. And it is not just sex. Well, people associate it with sex because I am an erotic poet. But I am passionate about food. I'm passionate about 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 you know, the happiness, being joyful. And even and of course, passion is not just um, happy things. So I have gone through writing periods where i've been sad frustrated depressed or passion is intensity so i totally get that because when people see anything with the uh, with the word passion attached it has to connote a sense of intensity yes yeah, yeah. so um so we have uh we've 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 been in the same writing circles now for a couple of years and yeah. um all, so, like I said, I've, I, 
I will be sharing, I will be uh, showing my age, I guess. But um, when I, you know, you, you, I, I, I saw you coming up um, after I was on the stage for a couple of years, and I, you know, and I, and the passion that is exuded in in what you in what you do is really, really, really um, evident. And for that, I, you know, it is I can see the growth of even even then between then and now I see growth I see but you've been doing things you're doing things I have been doing things that I wanted to do for years I have not gotten a chance to do <laughs> so like like uh putting out putting notes putting out um music um spoken word CDs books spoken word um treating spoken word like the art form is um putting I think you were the first to put um you were the first to put uh, spoken word poetry on selected charts. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, and so, like, again, that's saying that I didn't want to do, like, for instance, selected charts come up. That was in my intention. But I am not um, as, um, what's the word I'm looking for, as diverse in terms of what I do as you are. Like, if I knew what you know, I would have done it too. But at the time, I wasn't, I wasn't able to do it. So, you know, so seeing the fact that I wasn't able to do it, but seeing that it's being done still makes me happy. You know, I'm like, shoot, uh, I, I didn't want to do these things in 20, um, <laughs> I didn't want to do these things in 2015 or whatever. But I always said things happen for a reason. And, yeah, for um, sure. you know, coincidence. I don't believe in coincidences. So things happen for a reason. The right people come at the right time to do things and um that's basically what it is um so getting into your your um your art your 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 how did you start um how did you start getting into your poetry um you know i know i'll 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 give a i i i know the bad story so i know that it started with a rap but the right. rest of the people who are listening don't know so let them know. <laughs> tell them you know how how things start here with you right so uh, i would have been a rapper for quite some time and this would have started when i was back at combo because i was only the theater arts program there and they wanted you to be a triple threat and whatnot so uh, i could act a little bit um being a small and agile dance kind of came natural to some degree except when it started to get their body and that sort of stuff and really flexibility for that and they, they want you to do music so as a man that didn't really have a lot of vocal prowess i turned to rap and that's where i found it that's where i found the art form i should really say i was always listening to rap all the time and everybody sure to spit and do a little a little rapping every now yeah. and then but then i started really taking it seriously unfortunately you know when it started it's be terrible also was young, <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't really have the um, foresight to study about branding and whatnot. So when I left Common, I started to take it serious. And that was a bit of a, a weird moment for me because when you're at school, you have a large body of people around you. It's very easy for things to spread. So promotion is very easy when you're in school because you got, you got everybody around you. But when you leave school now, and if you're not in university or BCC or whatnot, promoting can be a bit tricky then. And I, I really started, I guess we call a backpack rapper, you know, where you 
you carrying your brand everywhere you go. You carrying your video everywhere you go. You trying to get as many doors as you possibly can. And I would have go to I would have gone to shows and see men getting paid to perform who doing spoken word. So this would have been Dave Ellis, the Adrian Greens, the DJ Simmons. At this point, they didn't know who these men was. You know, they just made up stage and spoken word to me. But mm. it's so much of these men write my words and getting paid. I write my words and not getting paid. <laughs> Right, so uh, I said myself, all right, I stop and I reflect around this time now, about 21, because I would have started when I was like late teenager, like fifth, fifth farm, upper six, that's our age. Um, so at this point, I'm 21, I'm like, yo, I'm an adult, this rap thing seeming kind of juvenile, I need to either let it go or graduate to something else. And I stopped rapping for a bit. I remember putting my last song. I remember the last song too. It was actually called Memories of a Madman. <laughs> I dropped that oh. song on YouTube. It barely did any views. And I was like, yep, that's it for me. And I stopped rapping for like a year. And I took that year off and just explored every art form. So I would have started writing little books on Wattpad. Um, I would have write poetry. I would have experimented with even photography ever since back then. But I would have been smartphone photography, really editing all sorts of things i used to do a little bit of coding i was terrible at it so i stopped <laughs> <laughs> every every free resource that i could find i started experimenting with it and then i fell into spoken word by default because i could already rap and the writing right. was coming out now a bit more so uh, i went to beat freaks at a open mic called poetry line this is before they're even phonetic arts and mm. i did a piece called impulses which was like my first piece and it was very rapidly rapidly but it was still poetry and Lucy Hammonds and the whole Beat Freak Beat Freaks squad was like, Who is this little guy? <laughs> yes. He's good. Who is this little man? And she came up to me and she was like, Yo, do you have any more? I was like, sure, I've been <laughs> I've been writing a lot of stuff. I got a lot more. So this time is like eleven people in the audience. So I'm performing for eleven people and they like it. So I start like coming back more and more and more and more. And the event grew and this event grew, my skill level grew and and I was like, yeah, people are actually feeling this. I could, I could try a thing with this. And trying to thing then become a full thing. <laughs> Here we right, are. Right, right. <laughs> Here we are. So um, I know some of you, a lot of you will be wondering about some of the things we've said. As I said, he isn't Barbadian um, artist. So we are talking Barbadian stuff. Um, so like Combermere is secondary school, which... I have no idea. Sorry, forgive me, but I am not American. So I do not know what grade that is. I really do not know the grades. I don't know. But that's a secondary school that is like junior high going to um, um, senior seniors. Um, and of course, you're talking about going to tertiary, you know, talking about university and BCC, which is Barbados Community College. Uh, the thing about this podcast as well, people, right, is education. Is I tell people is a mix of both um, erotica and education. So what's happening here is you are going to be educated about Barbadian art. Ninety nine percent of the time when you listen to this show, I am I am the person speaking to an American. Um, so I'm the one who has to get an understanding. You now have the the shoes on the other foot, and you have to understand us because we're talking from Barbadian people. So. Um, Adrian Green, for example, DJ Simmons, they're friends of ours, but they, um, especially when we were coming up, because they, they were in my time, they were icons in my time as well, a little bit before Stormy Cupid. 
um, they were and are the, um, the de facto godfathers of spoken word in Barbados. People see Adrian Green as the godfather of spoken word in Barbados. You should check him out on YouTube. Adrian Green without an E, and you should see, you should see. Look for Adrian Green and Barbados, I believe, in the same, uh, in the search on um, YouTube, and you will see DJ Simmons as well. And so we look up to these guys, but we are also forming our own path, you know, because um, they, they have started the ball rolling. Uh, we have sparked, um, we've got, we, we're doing our own thing. Um, with their influence. Um, right, so that's just a little aside because I know that y'all gonna be looking like, who, what, huh? I, yeah, so these are people that we know uh, doing it because 99% of the time I gotta deal with y'all and I don't understand half the time y'all be saying. But it's all love. We are here. So, um, I, I, I understand that. And like I said, I, I have been growing myself in, in my own fields um, which leads us really to why we are here. Um, I remember when you were doing some promotion. Um, you were you put out a IG story at one point and asked people who you think uh, who the, who your audience would like to see you collab with. Right, and right. They shot, they shot different names at you and stuff, and a couple people. Uh, had the decency, the, 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 they were like, I felt so honored. Oh my God, I felt so honored. But I saw a passionate poet came um, in the story. Somebody said, hey, you should do something with passionate poet. So I was actually having that in my mind already um, as I've seen, as I saw you start to dabble in the erotica. Um, so we're going to segue before I get into uh, touch and talk about um, why I basically I could I could surmise that just based on what you have said, everything is experimental. So I would have I would assume that going into the erotic field was also experimental. You were trying yeah. to think to see how it how it fit. Yeah, it definitely was. I I find as as a man, we tend to write stuff like that, regardless. Yeah. But we may not always release it to the world because I know every rapper I know got a song that's kind of disgusting. Even even female rappers, <laughs> you know, especially female rappers, they tend to have some fairly brash sounds. So I I was always writing some of it, but I was never brave enough to publish because you know then it has so many different factors you got to think about. Like one, am I like universally attractive? If does my audience even see me? As, as a sensual being like that was saying really? these things now offset their perspective and, and stuff of me so it's, it's got to be very careful with with me dabbling in something that powerful well I will I, I will say I understand <laughs> because it makes sense but uh, that never happened to me I just was I just was me so I just I just went in. I just I I guess again I guess because of me being who I am, being passionate about everything, I dove in head first. And honest <laughs> to God, I really didn't care what people thought. I was just doing me, and you know, it was an expression of. So I mean, listening to you, I am in the, like I'm listening to you, and part of me is saying, okay, like the rational part of me is like, yeah, that makes sense. You gotta be careful, but like the majority of me is like, what? 
what's all this? What's all this taking care that you speak of? What's this? What's, what's this caring about? What's this caring about people's opinions that you speak of? Because I, I never did that. But you know, I. Um, but then again, I started on the spectrum of doing things because I like it, and it wasn't a matter of doing things to get paid until I was deep in it. You know, whereas for you, it started like you, you know, it became, it was more, you, you got to that stage way faster than I did. I was doing it for the love of it and it grew to the point where now I, um, I, I expect to be paid for my work. But right. at first and for, and for years, it was just me enjoying my life and enjoying my art. But I, I, that being said, like I say, I totally get it. Um, uh, that's why many people write. Uh, not just rappers, you know, people, even erotica writers and stuff like that, writing, writing books or whatever, 99% of them, um, and that's a made up statistic, by the way, but <laughs> a good set of, um, a good set of them, um, have pseudonyms, right? And for that reason, right? Um, a good set of them have pseudonyms because they have families, they have, they, they have a, another life. So yeah. to speak, and yeah. they and they don't want to mix the two. Some people come onto my page, for example, and they say, "I want to, I want to support you." Some people have said to me, "But I can't, I can't do it publicly because I am a school teacher, for example, and my and my children will see what." Um, I honestly, I, 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 I sometimes wonder, like, but okay, I get, I, I. I see what you're saying, but at the same time, sex is natural. And not only is sex natural, but the, the the energy that you are spending trying to protect your innocent children, they are not as innocent as you think. So you're wasting <laughs> time. Of course not. But so you, are the, you are setting an example for them. So that is actually something that happens to me in my real life quite often because I would have doubled in teaching very, very briefly. And I remember mm -hmm. a lot of times, I have a lot of tattoos, for example. And even some of the similar tattoos, the children would see one peeking out and they would get all excited and, and curious. And I would actually want to separate my skin from my body. <laughs> I'm like, no, you, you can't have access to this part of me because you are a right. child and this is out of the jurisdiction of, of this setting right now. So I understand yeah. that entirely. And... Is we real in, and I'm a dude. That's the thing, you know. Because for a woman, definitely it's real worse. Because even yes. though you may be 37 and teaching children who are like 12, those children may be sexualizing you. <laughs> mm. Okay, what's going on? Hello. Why am I not hearing anything? You can hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. I can hear you now. I'm not sure what happened. Oh, when I was talking there just now, you could have heard any of that? Um, I heard up until sexualizing you, and then and then uh, it disappeared. Oh, okay. Right. So I was saying that the, the kids may be sexualizing the adult woman or the teacher or the teacher mm -hmm. figure, and you may not be aware of that. So when you then comment on something, like something or share something, and they see it, 
they may see it as one invitation or two, they may then see it as a discourse to have amongst themselves and send around a screenshot or something. And they know there's this energy. And once that dynamic is shifted in the classroom, it's very hard to get it back. And that's your day job. Mm-hmm. So you know, you got to deal with that nine to three or nine to five yeah. if you're doing lessons. It's not only nine, because you got to get there mm-hmm. for seven. It's already seven to three. It's when you're dealing wow. with that. So uh, I understand, I understand their point of view, but it's very natural and it is something mm. that we need to exist, literally. So every, of course. at some point in time, we'll have it, hopefully. Of course, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Got some people who just, got some people who just asexual and just about it, but for the majority of people, they will have sex in some point or for some form or fashion in their lifetime. Um, but yeah, makes sense. So I will concede because it certainly didn't make sense to me before this conversation. I was saying you should just be able to do what you want. But as you say, you have to, it makes sense. Although they are sexualizing or maybe sexualizing you, you do have to make a separation um, until you are able to have a, 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 a conversation. Like for instance, my children are 16 and 13. Um, and But I personally do not, separate because of course how can i writing what i write and being who i am right so when that when that happens they they have conversations i said this in my last interview i have conversations with them that if their mother was in the car they she would freak the fuck out <laughs> because they ask questions and instead of me shying away from it i answer the questions i answer the questions or i you know and and basically that's it so I, I don't shy away from it. I can't. I, I, it would be a dichotomy of, of it would be it would be against my personality, my my of who I am. Yeah, um, cognitive happening. Yeah. yeah, exactly. If I shy away from sex, I mean, if I shy away from those kinds of conversations, but I do get it because I do, um, I do separate myself like, physically from my my children. If I am on a phone call that gets risque, um. I don't want them to hear me because they're my they're children. So right. I do get it. Right. I do get it. Right. So that being said, um, coming back to where we were before we did that little segue, um, erotic poetry is what brought me to this place. What brought us to this place? And after having, after having, um seen that 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 ig that ig comment i reached out to story cupid and i said hey we should do something together or we really i i had wanted to do it for ages since i started seeing him doubling in the spoken word arena and more so specifically uh erotica um i was curious to see how our energies gelled and um so i decided well let's see what happens if and i posted i sent him a a poem by whatsapp and um he felt it had a vibe with it and came back which with uh which with something that ended up being the first half of our uh our our spoken word compilation touch so when i heard it then he gave it to me and i sat on it for a little while <laughs> um seriously i i i do give kudos to you though you know why because um i do i write consistently but the idea of learning pieces i keep i, I tell you this privately but learning pieces i still 
I don't know. I don't know. I do it. I have done it. I've learned pieces and I've performed them on stage, but that's not something I like doing. I do not know how you guys get it done. I have a friend of mine who, like, she is, she said to me at one point that she is surprised that I write the piece and then I have problems learning it because it, she's like, but you you just wrote it. <laughs> um, and I'm like, but that that's true, but not true in the same sense because I let my feelings do the walking um it's similar to it may make it, it may make sense to somebody who's um directionally challenged like me i you give me directions to your house i will stumble and i will have a real hard time trying to find those directions you give you tell me you send me a location pin i'm gonna find your house but god help you if you think that I know how to get there. <laughs> because all I have done is follow the directions. Right, right. All I have done is turn left, turn right, um, at the roundabout, take the third exit. I have not retained that information. That information is literally the GPS saying, do this, and I do it. When I write, is something similar. The feeling hits me, and I just let it flow. I am like almost like a, a conduit for the feeling and the emotion. Right. Yeah, that's so exactly. it does not, it does not, it does not stick in my brain. It does not. It just flows out. And because I know how to, because I know what I'm, you know, we've been doing it for a couple of years, a number of years. I know how to craft it. So it sounds good, but it doesn't stick in my brain for me to learn it. So learning it then is arduous for me. Because it means that I have to go back and I go and repeat it over and over and over again. And to be quite honest, I get bored really easily. So, I, you know, hearing that same thing over and over and over again, it just bores the <laughs> shit out of me. It's my piece. I love it. But to learn it is hard. <laughs> so I think that, and to be honest, I think that's partly the reason to why it took so long for me to get to this point. Because I wanted to do a spoken word CD slash EP slash album for years but my fear was once i do this people are gonna ask me to perform yeah. this you which means i can go and learn you gonna work with it yeah yeah definitely right which means i can go and learn it right and that scared me and that's what stopped me honestly from doing it for such a long time so truth be told people the touch is being released today and it's and i still didn't learn it yet <laughs> I ain't like, I ain't learned it yet. I done, I already know that story. Cupid Dan got his piece locked down because I, I, yes, but I have not learned my piece yet. And I am saying publicly, I will make a, a public effort to learn the piece because I cannot. I know that at some point it will be performed. If not here in Barbados, it will be performed somewhere in, in, in the world. And I will not be held, um, uh, I will not be held captive uh, to you my know, own words. So God bad help me. Because we have a refrain in it, which means your verse has an allotted time. So not only do you have to learn the piece, but you have to keep in time, which is a whole different, yeah. whole different animal. I've been out of sorry and a rapper. It's very yes. easy for me to keep in time. So I, I used to even hear when the beat is oh, about God. to drop and it will speed up or slow down to suit. And even if I cut in, then the chorus cuts me off. I would just fill in the little gaps in the chorus, right? So for someone who's not, who has not experimented with music, <laughs> who's not familiar with music, 
yeah, I imagine it would be challenging. But I know your part, you know. So uh, in the event we were ever performing it, <laughs> you missed the light, I would just come in. <laughs> Oh wow! Well, you see, so he he he's even showing me up on my own podcast, and he knows my part before me. That is that's not cool, dude. That's not cool. Yeah, but yeah, but you see, I, that is just it. The the one thing I like about this is collaboration. We always talk about collaboration, and I always liking likening um you know collaboration of different genres, different artists, different different um different strengths, basically. Right. And and definitely I expect that I'm gonna learn. Um, you know, I'm gonna learn how to do this stuff. It's not easy for me. It's not, it doesn't come, it doesn't come as easily um as writing it does. Writing it, I can hear the the thing about it is for me, uh, mm-hmm. so is that I I I hear the beat in my head when I'm writing, but having the beat in my head when I'm writing throws me off when the beat is different in actual in actuality somebody puts a beat like I learned I learned the pieces without the music I would learn the piece without the music and then I would go to an event people would say and that's a thing people would want me to perform the piece and then somebody would be playing like a background to try to like you know go and groove with it and that throws me off because that's not the beat I have (laughs) in my head that's so, very. I have to figure out. You have to do the piece in those moments right. because that happens to me still. And then there are times where there's no way it can possibly happen to me. And it, you, those cases where it cannot happen to me is when I know the piece so well, I don't even need to think about it to recite it, where the words just come. It's muscle memory. And once you hit the point of muscle memory with the work, well, you're like an athlete. So when the gun goes off, your feet just naturally jerk. So when, when you hear someone tells you, all right, do this, right, right. it just naturally comes and you ebb and flow with what is happening while providing you're not living in your head. But that's why it says muscle memory. Once you're not living in your head, you're then able to apply various other things to it. So I, I learned that as a, I was an athlete. So maybe that's why too, I, <laughs> I'm giving athletic examples because I used to do track and field. I was fast up to like 14 <laughs> years old. When puberty really hit everybody else, yeah, it didn't hit me as hard. So <laughs> they developed a bit more than I did when it comes to muscular development. And yeah, that wow. track of you was the door for me. But I remember all the time you would train to the point where your body naturally reacts to the gun. So you're not even timing the gun. The moment your ear can yeah. even conceive that sound, your body just takes off. And it takes off in a way where you can actually accelerate. Right. So you do try to do the same with your art where as you can be, you just right. take off and you you just adapt to the situation. But yeah, it takes training to get to right. that point. Or some people may just have it. I don't know. I've seen some people do some mind-bending things with their work. I'm like, how did he do that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, so it is, so it, it does mean, um, and it does, it does mean that there is work involved. And so it is to say that Everyone who is listening to our voices, who has the ability to um to do to do stuff, to do whatever you are, whatever's in your mind to do, it will take work. Even if even if you like it, even if some parts of it come naturally to you, it will take work to get to the next level. 
you know how to get to this and this does this happens but to get up here to go higher to level up it does take work so i mean yeah i've been i've been i've been fucking wrong and and um i know i know i ain't gonna lie i've been fucking wrong i could have i could have been better at at some of those things because i focused my attention away from um from i did focus my attention away from um Mm -hmm. performing performing into more my writing and writing my books and stuff like that. So, you know, that is part of it as well. But I do want to get back on stage. I do want to have, because there are people, there are people over the world that want to see, uh, because I, in the in the fact that I have not been performing locally, I've still been pu- pushing my content uh, overseas. Um, I've still been pushing my books and my work I've been in on on um, open mics um, virtually, even before COVID, um, using things like um, uh, blog talk radio and stuff like that. Being interviewed with people overseas, so they and like some of my fan base is in is in Kenya. Some of my fan base is you know South Africa and Kenya, so they're begging me to come to South Africa. And well, Kenya no, you can't So I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right so but it means that i do need to put in some work to get to the level that i need to be at um to go higher so it's uh it, it is something to say for everyone listening to us you know you have to work you, you even if some parts of it come naturally to you you will sure. have to work um so i mean that's pretty much it there is um touch has been released um on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, Amazon Music, um, it's on TikTok even as well. Mm. So uh, if anybody's listening to this and they want to do, you know, some erotic theme TikTok videos, by all means do them. Send them to Passion Poet. He will send them to me, and we will. Dev- if we can even get a yes, compilation yeah. of them, we may even do something with that compilation. We may even make that like a little tribute video to it or That's something. True. So. It's everywhere, guys. Just type in Touch by Passion Poet or Touch Storm of Cupid featuring Passion Poet and you should be able to find it. Yes. Right. And of course, it is being released today um, on our local um, streaming platform. Local... Yeah, yeah. Well, our local Spotify, basically, yeah. <laughs> our local Spotify. Basically, that's what it is. <laughs> Yes, um, Selector Charts is being released today. So if you are Barbadian and you want to hear it, even if you're not, you can go to selectorcharts.com and search for it there and search for not only Touch, but all the other Bajan artists um, that are there. But yeah, pretty much this is it. It's Valentine's Day, people. So Valentine's Day means you should be, um, you should be finding something to do um, even if it is loving on yourself, just find something special. Give something special to the to someone you love. Like I say, if it is, if it is, even if it is yourself. Um, so you can check out Stone with Cupid. Um, I'll let you let you can tell them how to find you. Um, you know, I find I'll say this quickly. I always tell people, I tell people passion poet, whatever, and I always tell, I always realize that they spell it with you know passion and poet are two different words and i keep telling them passion poet is actually one word 
You know what I'm saying? Passion point is actually one word. So that's why I said, make sure you know how to get hold of you. Uh, if anything is specific to your name or anything like that, that let them know because um, these are people that now will be trying to get hold of yeah, you. Yeah, for sure. It is stoned. That's past tense. Stoned with Cupid. One word. You can find me on SoundCloud. There's not much stuff on SoundCloud though, but you can find me on SoundCloud, select the charts, YouTube, mm. Apple Music, Spotify, Deezer, iTunes, Tidal, all the streaming platforms. Then there's also Instagram, Stone with Cupid as well. There's Stone with Cupid Photography. If you see that, that's also me. That's just your photography side. Then there is Twitter, Stone with Cupid, Facebook, Stone with Cupid, Snapchat. I'm not on TikTok yet. I may change that pretty soon. And Tumblr, if you type in Stone of Cupid, you will see some of my old posts. I'm not sure what my Tumblr username is. So I don't want to say Stone of Cupid, but I have a lot of risky stuff on my Tumblr. So just type in Stone with Cupid and you should find stuff in Tumblr as well. And lastly, I am certain that I have a Google Play music account as well with Stone of Cupid on that. So yeah, just Google Stone with Cupid one word and trust me, something relating to me will come up. There you go. There you go. There is a lot, a lot of talent in Barbados. And just this more, well, well, just a couple days before to this recording, um, I also got an interview um, on, our, on one of our local stations. And um, they, they were talking to me about being an erotic, uh, erotic poet. And, you know, they, they, I, I spoke to the fact that they are already... Um, there are already people like Adrian Green, like um, like like DJ Simmons, and even to an extent like Stormy Cupid, who deal with more um, social commentary stuff. And I said, I don't want to be another social commentary poet. It it sort of grew, it sort of grew for me to be who I am. But when I had a choice to decide whether I would go into spoken word and be more controversial or if I would stay on the, on the safe side and well not to say that social commentary is safe but I mean compared to sexual stuff <laughs> you know but the point is I <laughs> the point is I know there are so many people out there all of our all of our uh, compatriots who um who, who do who do spoken word like Cindy Celeste and all the others, they do a lot of social commentary. And I said, I want to be different. I want to be different. And um, this is why I focused um, on the erotic more so than anything else. I do have um, passionate work about other, uh, other things, but honest to God, I love um, the reactions that I get when I do a spoken word piece that is erotic and the and the um and 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 the listeners respond as i said on that um interview a couple of days ago my dms is be full of things that i can't <laughs> i can't share just because of the <laughs> just because of the poetry so um but yes again thank you so much for being a part of the wet spot um you i'm i'm sure that when you have after people have listened, because I've 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 shared touch with my with my social media um my social media community with the people who follow me, do people are already loving already loving the the um 
the clip. They're already loving the clip and they're really looking forward to hearing That's the rest. Nice. So, um, yeah, man, people loving it. So, um, if you have heard it, which you will have heard because it will have been uh, the featured poem on this interview, before this interview, you will have heard it. I will post it. I, I'll probably, depending on how I feel, you might get a chance to listen to it again before we leave. But for sure, I am. Uh, I just want you to enjoy the work. Um, go download it. Go 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 to Spotify. Go to iTunes. Go wherever you can, can and download it. Purchase it. Share it. It's Valentine's Day. Send it to one somebody you love. Send it to somebody <laughs> you want to touch. And apologize. But yes, <laughs> but yes, and just just have fun with it. We, uh, Stormy Cupid and I, I believe we'll do more of this. I enjoy the process, and I definitely want to do more of this. And so, you know, um, look out for more. Look out for more. So, again, thank you, Akeem. Thank you, Stormy Cupid, for being a part of the show. Anytime you are feeling the the, the urge to drop something new. You have another avenue to drop it. You could come and drop it on, on definitely, on, on man. The Thank you. For sure, we'll keep that in mind. All right, no problem. All right, people. So we will see you again next week. Peace. Peace. Thank you for joining me on the wet spot. My name is Passion Poet. You can find me on Instagram at Bajan Passion Poet. B A J A N P A S S I O N P O E T. Bajan Passion Poet. Or on my website at Passion Poet. I hope to see you next time.